Sometimes you just have to accept that some people are shitty. Stop looking for that Tootsie Roll Center. It ain't there. Hi, this is Coach MK, and this is The Morning Mantra. Hi, my name is MK Fleming. I'm a run coach based in Denver, Colorado. But this isn't a podcast about running exactly. Don't tell my clients, but we're never really talking about the running. When you know a craptastic event is coming, it helps to have a mantra to keep you centered and focused as you move through it. You don't have to be an athlete to be hashtag coached and loved by Coach MK. And if you are here, then you are hashtag winning at life. I'm a run coach, not a life coach. But I firmly believe that a sense of humor is an essential survival skill. I like to think that mine is fairly well-developed. At least it's well-developed enough that people who know me are surprised to hear how serious I can be on my podcasts. I've seen some shit, you guys. I had a terrible childhood. I had terrible 20s and my 30s were worse. I felt worthless and less than for most of my life. Most of it. Laughter and distraction were coping skills that kept me alive until I was ready and able to do the real, life-changing work of breaking the cycle of generational trauma bestowed upon me, recognizing my actions, my triggers, my responses, and owning my choices. My trauma was not my fault, but healing is my responsibility. It's hard, ugly work, and it's entirely on me to do. No one can help shoulder that load. The best anyone can do is cheerlead, support, and love me while I struggle under the weight of a giant, invisible load I never asked for. I cannot tell you how many times I've said, if I can't laugh at this, I may never stop crying. And how badly I meant it. I also can't tell you how many times I went along with a joke, even when I was, in fact, the butt of that joke. Because if I don't laugh along, then I don't have a sense of humor, or I lack self-awareness. And how am I supposed to prove that I have self-awareness? I go to therapy every week. Mm -mm. Nothing I say is going to help me win that interaction. Do I really strike you as humorless? Do I really strike you as lacking self-awareness? How is saying, that thing you said to me, it wasn't funny, in fact it hurts my feelings, how are those words able to nullify all of my other words and actions? Why do I have to defend myself after taking a hit? Why doesn't the other person feel the need to apologize? And why do bystanders tell me privately later that they admired the way I handled it instead of speaking up for me publicly in that moment? I just took a hit, pretended it didn't hurt. That is a lot of work. Why am I responsible for making you feel better too? Why do I have to do more work? Where is your work? Show me your work. If this pattern sounds familiar, I feel you. I hear you. And I see you. You laugh along for the same reason I always did. If I stood up for myself, I would not have had any support. I would stand alone. Somehow it's more comforting to laugh in a group, even if the group is laughing at you and the joke is just mean. We've been conditioned to appease bullies, and this is a source of their power, you guys. The, that false assumption that if you act unbothered, they will just move on to another victim 
How about if we had each other's backs when someone punched down? How about if we all stood together and stood up? What we've only really started to discuss, though, is how things like laughter are a luxury, and luxuries are afforded by privilege. Some folks manage burdens so large, laughter would require more energy than they have. Some situations are so ugly, so inescapable, so incredibly layered and unfair that laughter just can't be found. Not crying is the win. Getting out of bed is a huge win. Staying alive one more day beneath this immovable burden, this invisible burden, this burden that no one will acknowledge and no one will help you carry is a win. One night walking home from my job at the White House, alone, I realized how alone I actually was in this world, how otherized I would become, how alone I would continue to be, no matter what I did. That's when something inside me broke. That's when I decided to stop holding back, to start really speaking my mind, to start asking for all the trouble that came my way anyway. This too is a luxury afforded to me by privilege. And I have a lot. I've accumulated more since that day. And this is precisely what privilege is for. When someone with less privilege than I have says, hey, that's not funny. I can stand with them. I can normalize good behavior by doing it publicly and consistently. I can make people see when they are punching down, when their privilege affords them the luxury of laughter. And even if I can't change the entire conversation, I can end it temporarily. I can make someone feel less alone, even if for a moment. And it only takes a moment to change a whole life, to change a mind. And change begins with me. Change can begin with you. You have more power than you think you do. You always did. So, the mantra. When you are faced with injustice, when someone says something mean, when a joke is not funny and you realize that someone is hurt, stop. Hear my voice in the back of your head supporting you as you say, that is not funny. Then let that inner voice out. If we start doing this now, if we normalize calling out bullies and seeing privilege that affords the luxury of laughter and reaching out a little bit more to support the people who can't laugh then your kids may not need as much therapy as I did. Their life might be worth living. It'll be easier and better for your kids than it has been for me because we will have fostered all kinds of good humans in this world to support them. You are coached, you are loved, and you are winning at life. And you are definitely winning at life if you subscribe to my Nuzzle Nut newsletter, follow me on Facebook, or follow me on Instagram. Feel free to do all three.